Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, Good Things wants to encourage you to go on a summer adventure in Mississippi. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And we're going to find out more about what happened to Alice Jackson. She left her home due to a profound paranormal experience leading to the movie The House in Between. And joining us today on Good Things is the lead paranormal investigators, Brad Cooney and John Bullard. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Doing hey, how are you? Thanks for having us. I'm excited to have you here, although I'll, I'll admit the topic still kind of creeps me out, but I'm sure you get that all the time um, around this. But yet there's something super interesting that also intrigues us when we talk about this kind of activity. So let's just start with Alice. There may be some of us who are not familiar with in Be- the house in between. I know you guys are fisting to release part two. But Brad, take us from the beginning. How did you guys get introduced to Miss Alice Jackson? Well, actually, I think John would be a better person to lead that off since he was there before me by a few years. So if you don't mind, let's let John. Yeah, that John, tell, tell us. How, well, then, how did you get there? Awesome. Yeah, so I've been doing, uh, well, I've been in the paranormal for about 14 years now. And uh, I got into it because I had childhood experience that kind of led me to this path and uh, validated some stuff as I was uh, a young investigator and I traditionally wanted to go to, like, historical sites like uh, King's Tavern that's in Natchez, Mississippi, here in our great state. Uh, we did a lot of stuff in Vicksburg, Mississippi, but we didn't do a lot of private residence uh, cases because, number one, I'm a avid believer of the paranormal. However, there are crazy people out there, um, and we had a couple of bad experiences on a couple of private residence uh, locations that we did, so we kind of just shot away from that, and I'm a big history person as well, so... We started investigating uh, locations that we just were excited to go to. But a friend of mine reached out and, and knew I did uh, the paranormal gig, and they said that they had a friend of theirs who was a nurse, um, which Alice is a retired psychiatric nurse, that had some things going on in her house. And I was in Clinton at the time, so not too far away from Florence. So I thought, why not? This person was credible, and uh, we went and met Miss Alice and just the first time that I met her, uh, I could tell that she was genuinely terrified. And uh, listening to her story, I wanted to help her. And it helps that while we were inside the house, I was only in her house for 20 to 30 minutes. And I actually had an experience myself, which has never happened. Nothing's ever happened that quickly when I've been at a location. So I knew that, A, she was genuine. She was telling me the truth. And there was something different going on at Alice's house. And that really spawned what I've been doing now for over a decade in her house, and I have a very short-term uh, attention span. So if something's kept me engaged and intrigued for over a decade, it's got to be something that's unique. And that's that's what Allison's health is, is every time we get in there, there's something that is unique and different. So it's been a journey, but 
a simple call, uh, a simple phone call led me to Alice's house. I could tell how genuine she was. We got an authentic, real haunting, and we just kind of went from there. John, how long did Alice live in her home um, until she just had reached the brink of calling in for help? The house is built in 1990, and that's what I love about Alice's house also, because it's not your traditional, like, Victorian mansion. It is a red A-frame house, the beautiful house. Um, so she built it in the 90s, and even as they were constructing the house, uh, they actually had paranormal things happen. Doorbells would ring, tools would move, doors would open. So there were small things here and there that kind of led up to the event that where she saw lights in her bedroom that kind of pushed her over the top because she was so confused. You know, ghosts and spirits, one thing, uh, but then when these lights uh, appeared to her in her bedroom, she didn't know if it was a UFO. She didn't know what was happening. She just had had enough. So that was probably 2000. Four or five. It was early 2000s uh, when she decided to step away from the house, and actually, she just couldn't live there anymore. Uh, as the things continued to increase, she just, you know, she couldn't sleep. She literally was up during the day. She would try to sleep at night. She got no sleep, and she was just becoming like a zombie. So she had to get out of there and find a new new place to go to bed. And how do you put that up on Realtor dot com? Like, house comes with friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you know, and it's interesting. Just again, if you meet Alice, she's one of the most kind, genuine, sweet, giving uh, people. And just to see how scared she was of the house and embarrassed. You know, when all this started, uh, she reached out to me because I'm a weirdo. I'm a paranormal investigator, so we could link and connect. But, you know, with her neighbors and just talking about this publicly, no matter where you are in the world or United States, but, you know, we are in the Bible Belt, we're in Mississippi, and she felt like she would be looked at as like a a lunatic or a crazy person saying there's lights and there's spirits in her house. So it's a cool thing to see the process from Alice being embarrassed and scared to kind of where this journey has taken us uh, through the house in between and leading into the house in between, too. Well, let's go with how it got to the house in between part one, which I know is a huge success in terms of the movie. There's a lot of interest in this house and Alice's story and the work that you guys have been doing here in Mississippi. Were you guys surprised that that many people wanted to see what you guys were up to or learn more about the story? Yeah, I was, Brad. I'll let you answer after this. But, you know, it's I was in. I was interested whenever the documentary came out because it's it was a different take. And working with Steve uh, Gonzalez from Ghost Hunters and Kendall Welton, who's our cinematographer, which he worked on Ghost Hunters as well. So very talented people around us. And I think we knew we had a talented people. B we had a, a genuine story with it, which is Alice's story. And C we had a true haunting. So we were excited to highlight that. But whenever the first film came out. Um, Steve from Ghost Hunters and Kendall both had the idea to not make it full paranormal, not a jump scare, but we wanted it to be more of like a human interest story on Alice. We wanted to show Alice's story and then also mix in the paranormal and the science as well. So when a lot of people jumped and watched it, you know, we were scared that the paranormal, the huge paranormal fans would kind of be disappointed, but it was actually quite the opposite because it's just something that was so different. Um, you know, we, having the human interest with Alice and having her and her story and then really the mixture of science we brought in with the paranormal uh, kind of put it all in the melting pot. And I think that was kind of a recipe for success. And uh, it is crazy to think that, you know, we have the love that we do here in the state of Mississippi. We also have it in the country, but then also internationally. Uh, Brad, I think you can attest to this, too, but I've had people all over the world who have watched this. And it just kind of blows your mind how far Alice's story has reached the entire world. 
Yeah, Brad, share us your part of this because you've joined us here on Good Things prior when part one was released or gearing up to release, and you were already getting great buzz about people's interest in the house in between. Yeah, it's been really quite a journey. Um, actually, quite mind-blowing how big the film, the first film got. We, we, the thing is, people need to keep in mind, this is my seventh year um, investigating the house and beginning my seventh year, and we didn't have any interest whatsoever in making a film. We were in there for, for years before the documentary even was even an idea. So once Steve got involved, of course, everybody who's who's interested in paranormal activity watches the TV shows. Steve Gonzalez is very, very, very famous in the field. He's one of the best investigators in the world. So when he came down, that was a complete game changer. It, it just, once, once uh, he hooked us up with Kendall Welton, who's actually the um, co-director in our new film with, with Steve. Um, it just really took off. So the first film, um, it, it just blew up. I mean, there was a real, uh, I guess there was a hunger for it or something, because it really took off. Plus, the film was so well done. Um, it got almost a million views on YouTube already, and they just put that up for free on YouTube, and it's almost at a million views already. And this is a film that we released in 2020, and on Amazon, it's a four out of five, I think 6,000 reviews on it. So very, very surprising, but very, you know, it's, we're, we're happy that it, that it did so well. And some of our best, some of the best uh, reviews we got, ironically, is from is from people who don't believe in the paranormal, from skeptics. Because what John was saying, they're very appreciative that we we didn't just go all paranormal. We, we brought in world-renowned physicists and and geologists and Walt Grayson. The, the, everybody knows who Walt is in Mississippi. He's using the film. Um, so we didn't leave any stone unturned. I think that's why it did so well. Well, I think, too, when you start to have anything that's surrounding a mystery, right? I mean, uh, murder mysteries have just taken off like wildfire from podcast to TV interest to, you know, real-life stories. I think anytime you have something that can take people's minds off of the everyday and help them sort of try to figure something out or stretch their imagination or their understanding, I think you're, you've got a recipe for success, especially if it's done well. Right. And that it feels like that's what you guys have done with the story. John, you talk about, though, wanting to help Alice. What is the and I know that will probably bleed into part two. and We're coming up on a hard break, but and we're right here at the hard break. So you guys are going to stick with us. We're going to find out how these guys are helping Alice in the house between part two coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 82. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low around 67. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, high near 85. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revel Ace is the place to go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys, Revel Ace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys. We can rekey locks in the store. And in some stores, we can even key alike padlocks. At Revel Ace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Revel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at RevelHardware.com. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about the House in Between Part 2, which is coming out for release at the end of June. It's about Alice Jackson of Mississippi, who left her home due to profound paranormal experiences. She called in the experts, and they are with us. We have Brad Cooney and John Bullard. They are lead paranormal investigators um, on her property for Brad seven years. John, you said 14 in the business or 10 at Alice's house. Did I get that right? Yeah, basically, you could basically say seeing at Alice's. I was uh, still in my first year whenever I got linked to Alice's house. So I was still a very green, very fresh uh, investigator. So poor Alice has been paying a mortgage for 14 years in a house she hasn't lived in. That sounds terrible. Has she found another home? I'm worried about Alice now. 
Yeah, yeah. So she she has another house that she stays at, and um, you know, Alice is just very, very. Um, you know, she's very savvy, so she uh, she knows how to navigate things, this, that, and the other. And you know, people have asked her and asked us, you know, why didn't she sell the house? And um, for a while there, she actually had people who would come and uh, they would try to spend the night there. They were like traveling nurse friends of hers, and it was never really successful. But she's also gotten to the point now where it's pushed her out to, out of her home. But she also built this home for her family. So she wants the answers, and she's almost, you know, it, it's a dream come true for us as investigators because it's almost like she's opened up the house to us as a paranormal laboratory of sorts. And we've been able to uh, kind of, what we believe, and it sounds crazy, uh, kind of teach the spirits that are in the house. Uh, so that's why she hasn't sold it. She thinks that, um, you know, and she, and I think she's right, Um we can make a difference, and we can kind of push the field further uh, at her location. So that's kind of where we're at. So let's talk about the Helping Alice, because this is kind of what got you drawn into her story anyway, John, was the fact that you felt like you wanted this lady to be able to enjoy her home or at least piece together the puzzle. So, I mean, and I know you're not going to give away much in, about part two for various reasons, but walk us through here on Good Things, like how are you helping Alice? I know that you're learning a lot. I think that's uh, great for your profession and your industry, but at the end of the day, like what's the ultimate goal for getting Alice back into her house or just maybe unlocking the answers or really is it kind of a fluid question to be answered? Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I think, you know, again, seeing her confidence, so showing her that, you know, the first few times that I came in as an investigator, we were able to capture uh, things on film. We were able to capture audio voices. So I think the validation that she's not crazy, that there was something actually happening in her house and we were able to document it, I think that kind of gave her a little boost of confidence. Um, you know, because you, when you, you know you're not crazy, you feel better about yourself. And then as the journey goes on, having Brad come in, myself, uh, Amy Bullard, uh, Sabrina, who's done uh, stuff with us as well, having a group of people kind of hone in on her house and kind of lock arms with her. And in a weird way, Alice has almost become an investigator herself because the house responds to Alice. It loves Alice. Um, whenever we have Alice in the house, we have a higher uh, percentage chance of things happening. So it's it's one of those things where you take the fear away from it and you kind of get that confidence and it's her taking her house back one step at a time. And that's kind of the journey that we've been on slow, you know, slow and steady is to kind of guide her back into the house and try to understand, like, what is happening. Because at the end of the day, it's rare, but in Alice's case, there's a reason that there's a haunting and there's something attached uh, to Alice's house. And, you know, that's our job to try to figure out, can we help whatever's here? Can we stop it? Can we minimize it? Can Alice take control of her environment and then actually move back into her house? So that's kind of the, the wave that we've been navigating through. Brad, let's talk about part one. Set the stage for us. What what do we see? Because I feel like those listening to Good Things are probably going to want to go back and watch part one if they hadn't seen in the house in between mm-hmm. the first. And then set the stage without giving away for what you see different or further explained in the story in part two that's coming up at the end of June. That's a great, great question. So, yeah, so basically part one was the, the beginning of – trying to um, help Alice get back into her home. And, of course, Steve Gonzalez got involved and Kendall Welton got involved. And so we basically, me and John, we did so much for so many years, it was time to go to somebody else who has even more expertise than we do 
um, people that's been doing it a lot longer, to be honest, I'll speak for myself. There's somebody who's a much better paranormal investigator than me, which definitely Steve Gonzalez is. So that that was pretty much the plan. We brought him in, and he brought his ideas with him, and he got in there and had some pretty profound experiences right away from his first day in there, which is kind of a pattern because that's happened to me and John and now Steve where activity happens pretty quick when you first go in there. So um, and we brought in other people. Like we brought in um, uh, Walt Grayson, of course, the vocal meteorologist, because we wanted to look at the science side of things also. And um, we brought in some, some world-renowned physicists. We brought in Dr. Dye, who's a local physicist at, the, uh, at Jackson State University. Um, so we wanted to bring in science, and we wanted to tackle this, the paranormal side of it, investigate this thing, with the ultimate goal is to try to figure out how we can get Alice to be comfortable enough to get back into her home. So that was pretty much the, the setting for, for part one. And part two is basically we're just, we're just expanding on that, and we brought in some even, even some more experts. Um, and I can't say without spoiling, because this is in the trailer, we brought in Dustin Parry, who's a very, very popular and, and, and very good and famous, in fact, paranormal investigator. He was on Ghost Hunters International TV show and some other ones. And then we have um, Elizabeth Saints in this new one, who's a um, just a brilliant person. She she, she actually builds paranormal equipment. She's just such, such a genius. Um, and she was on Ghost of Shepherdstown, which is another show that was on Travel Channel. <clears throat> so we brought in some more experts. Um, and um, basically, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little something in my throat. Um, so basically, it's just a continuation of part one and um, some pretty exciting things happen in part two. I can't get into specifics, but it'll make people's jaws open up. That's for sure. It's, it's pretty, pretty intense stuff. When you talk about the equipment that you use or the science sort of behind it, I understand some of the experts you brought in, but what is some of the equipment that you use? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's not something that we can find at our local, you know, box store or, <laughs> you know, or that we already have at our home that we yeah. can put together. I mean, what are you using? So there, there's a lot of different types of equipment. Um, there, there's, there's equipment that can measure barometric, barometric pressure drops, temperature changes. Um, there's, a, there's a device called a REM pod that, that will – it's got like a little invisible force field around it. And if you put your hand close to the antenna without even touching it, it will set off alarms. So we use those to see if any kind of energy pockets can breach that force field to set off these REM pods. Um, um, there's, of course um, – uh, digital recorders are great for, for recording voices, electronic voice phenomenon with EVPs. Um, this various uh, – John, John, help me out. Did I miss a few? No, and that's, that's pretty much it. Obviously, we have the – you know, Allison's house we have wired up with uh, IR cameras, so they shoot in the daytime. They also shoot at night. Um, they have a little heightened uh, infrared. Uh, so basically you're shooting 4K, uh, beautiful pictures in the dead of night. And, you know, one of the people always ask, why do you do uh, investigations at night? And number one, yes, it is creepier. Uh, but number two, there's, there's light anomalies, uh, which have been said to be spirits, uh, which we've documented because they have energy because they've gone into some of our devices and drained the batteries, which you've heard of before, I'm sure. Um, so, but yes, Brad, I think you covered pretty much everything. What we love, we also love the voice recorder you mentioned, Brad. We love capturing EVPs, which are spirit voices. And that's one of the most authentic things. I think what we've done, the field has come such a long way. There's so many gadgets out there now. Uh, Brad and myself are kind of purists, and we use what we need to to document. Uh, but we also like to let the house do itself, uh, you know, just kind of naturally have things happen. Um, 
But with EVPs, is interesting because we've been able to document and, and record the same male and female voice uh, over the years. And what's interesting about your vocal tone, just like your fingerprints are unique, so that's why they fingerprint you if you get arrested, your vocal tone is also, also unique. So it's interesting that we've been able to capture the same vocal tone patterns uh, for several years with a male and a female voice at the property. You said take the fear out of it, John, earlier for you and Alice. How in the bejesus are, are you not scared out of your mind when you start hearing male and female voices on a recorder or whatever? I mean, how do you lean into this and not <laughs> run to church? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this. <laughs> I'm not great at a lot of things, but this is something that I've always felt like that I've been meant to do. Uh, like I said, as a child, I, I would see shadow figures. I would hear voices. And I'm not a medium. I think there's people out there that have a special skill set. Uh, not very many, but there are a few different people. And I actually wrote a book uh, on the paranormal called A Peek Through the Veil. And that's kind of what I coined my phrase. Um, so I get little insights of things that happen, and I can't hone it. I can't make it happen. But it's just something that's always been a part of me since I can remember. So just validating it and then just kind of documenting it and showing it to the rest of the world that this stuff is real. We're capturing it, you know, and, and we love skeptics, Brad, myself. Um, you know, <clears throat> if you don't believe in the paranormal, that's fantastic. We always say, come hang out with us at Alice's house. We might change your mind. I probably uh, won't but, take you up on that offer, but I will take you up on an offer to hang out with us just uh, a little bit longer, if that's okay, boys. Yeah, that's great. All righty, stick with us. We got more with Brad and John coming up next. Notice that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Ladies, be your own first responder. Strong women own at least one firearm. They know how to clean it, store it, and see it for what it is, a tool that can protect her family. It's an act of love, so act today. Boondocks Firearms Training Academy has classes open for you and your loved ones, teaching firearm use and safety. Boondocks welcomes all levels of experience. Memberships available now, so like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit us at boondocksfta.com. It's Cannon time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Cannon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms, filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID infections are on the rise, and the FDA is authorizing Pfizer's boosters for healthy children ages 5 to 11, though the CDC has the final say on whether to formally recommend a third shot for that age group. Fox's Jeff Manasso has more. Pfizer says that three doses of its COVID-19 vaccine offer strong protection for children younger than five. The company plans to give the data to the FDA later this week. Pfizer saying preliminary data suggests its three-dose series is 80% effective in preventing symptomatic COVID-19. But the company cautions the calculation and study is only about half complete. COVID-19 generally isn't as dangerous to kids, and it's also not clear, barring mandates, how much demand there will be to vaccinate the youngest kids. Since the onset of the pandemic, Mississippi has seen a total of 804,123 recorded cases. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. 
Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Delaying planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And we're learning everything we need to know about the house in between part two. It is a movie that will be streaming coming up later uh, this month. And joining us is still Mr. Brad and John, who are lead paranormal investigators for the movie. And before we go any further, where do we go ahead and pre-order? Because I've missed that. If we want to be the first to be able to see the house in between part two. The, 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 the best way to do it is just go to thehouseinbetween.com, and there's a pre-order link right there at the, thehouseinbetween.com. It could be pre-ordered on iTunes right now, and it releases June 21st. We're not quite sure yet um, which exact platform. It'll be on a ton of platforms, though. Um, that's, that's Our directors are still figuring that out with, our, with the distribution company, so we're, it's not really our thing on that part. But, yep, thehouseinbetween.com is where you can go and pre-order. Can you go ahead and start watching part one if you're behind? Yeah, for sure. You know, part one is actually, you can, you can see it for free on YouTube now on a YouTube channel called Absolute Documentaries. Um, we're just under one million views. They just put that up about five months ago. Um, and we're almost at a million views already over there. So you can watch it free. You can also catch it for free on Tubi and I believe still on Pluto TV. All righty. So there's some ways to at least get caught up in gearing up for the part two. You were talking about John's skeptics and you love a good skeptic. You've got several on our ceasefire text line, though, that are right there with you. Jeff in Oxford, one of our favorites, says his house is absolutely haunted. Jeff, never invite me over. He said he has a lady wearing a white gown. Um, she's not harmful, but just mischievous. And I'm at the point where it's like, OK, I, I, I don't feel left out. I don't need a friend of that nature in my home or anywhere <laughs> that I'm spending my day. But like, at what point do you know that it's okay, and that can they move into like not okay? I think it's like when when's when's it time to get scared? Well, so there's different things. You know, here's what I'll say. I've been doing this, like I said, for 14 years, and Hollywood does a great job. And there's a lot of demonic stuff and scary stuff. And the reality of uh, at least from what I've experienced, and I've, I've investigated all over the country and out of the country as well. Um, a true demonic haunting, something pure evil or something that can harm you, that's like one in the Powerball. Yes, there are people who win the Powerball, but it's extremely, extremely rare. So most of your cases of hauntings, uh, there's two types. There's residual, which is like a broken record, like uh, stairs creaking or something, you know, a noise that you hear, but there's no intelligent response. Uh, so you have residual, and then the other side, there's intelligence, uh, an intelligent haunting, which is self-explanatory. It's intelligent. You can have communication, and it could be somebody who's attached to the land uh, or the house or an object. So um, when do you know it's not okay? Uh, you know, it, when we come into a lot of locations, a lot of the owners who have some type of haunting, if they take action and take control of their house and they verbally communicate that this is my house, you're not welcome here, uh, something as simple as that can actually diminish the activity, uh, if not 100%, like 80%. So from the most of the cases that I've seen, um, it doesn't necessarily go away, but you can definitely take control. And then at the end of the day, we're a lot more powerful, and uh, you know we, we hold the key to our success and happiness. 
even if you're in a haunted location. You use the word validation a lot, which I feel like there's going to be some just listening to good things who's like, yes, me too. And it's one of those where if you hear the creak or you see the lights or you have the experience at a certain age, you kind of just tuck it away and file it back with, nobody's going to believe me about that. And you don't want to talk about it because it can be a little odd. Do you guys find the more that this gets out, the more the house in between, you know, gains popularity, that more and more folks are coming out, raising their hand and saying, me too? Yes, and Brad, I'll let you speak on this if you want to, but I'm going to jump in first. I remember we used to do uh, little meeting greets whenever I was uh, in the paranormal, and we were at a haunted house, uh, I think in Western Mississippi one time. This was years ago, and we were set up uh, at the line of the haunted house, and people were waiting to get into the haunted house, and we were showing our actual audio and, and video evidence of the paranormal stuff that we've done around the state. And I just remember there was a guy, he was like a big old uh, country guy, had a cowboy hat on, and he was just staring at me from like 10 people back in the line. And I was like, this guy thinks we're stupid. Like, he hates us. He was just like glaring at us all the time. I was mortified by the time he got to the table. But he got to the table, and he like let it all out. He had had so many paranormal experiences, but he didn't want to talk about it to anybody. But he obviously knew that's what we did. So it's funny the people that you make connections with. And I would say... You know, I would say 10 to 15 people, if you talk to them, I would say 80% or more have had a paranormal experience or know somebody who's had an experience. So it's one of those things you don't really talk about until you're like, you know, if it's Halloween season, these things come up. Or if you come to one of our tours to do a paranormal investigation, all your all your stories come out. But it is exciting to see, um, you know, again, Alice, her, she's like a celebrity. <laughs> in Florence, like she was at the grocery store the other day and somebody got recognized. I think one of the little girl ran up to her and said, is your house on it? And ran off and Alice has got a kick out of it. So it really is neat to see the demeanor of her now versus uh, where she was back then. And yes, especially even in Mississippi, I mean, we're kind of blessed to be where we are to do the paranormal because think about all the tragedy, unfortunately, that's happened here with the Civil War and everything. And you know, Natchez and Vicksburg alone, the things that are still standing. I mean, McRaven Hall, uh, the original part of that was built in the 1700s. So there's a lot of history on the land that we live. And not all of it has yeah. left. And Brad, you found the same thing that folks, uh, there's more There's more that have had experiences than not? Yeah, yeah. the, the thing I appreciate, and I'm going to brag on you a little bit, uh, Rebecca, just, just having a reputable radio show like yours give us an opportunity to get on here and talk about it is progress because 15 20 years ago it was it would be very difficult to get an interview like this from mainstream media so i do think um paranormal field just like the ufo is the ufo um uh, field is also getting a little more respect and they're starting to get actual looks by congress and things like that now um, paranormal feels not quite there as far as spirit activity goes, but we're trending in the right direction, and having interviews like this is a big help, so I wanted to thank you for that. Well, who am I to tell you you're wrong? I'm not trying to prove nobody right or nobody wrong, but I do feel like, I mean, when you hear enough folks that are coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, even just on the text line, that says that, you know, they've had undeniable experiences, I am not here to say that you ha that you are wrong. It's, you know, and it's interesting just where the science has sort of come, and you hear about the different stories that overlap, and, you know, I am a big enough girl to say I do not have the answers for everything, and so I think it's, right. I think it's cool that, um, you know, you have these different areas of science and investigation and a neat way to put Mississippi on the map. Strange way, but, but good way. That's my point. My point is it's not whether or not you believe or don't believe, and I'm talking specifically of you, 
Rebecca. It's 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 just great that we have a, a radio uh, program that gives us the opportunity to come on here and gives us a fair shake and lets us tell the world what's happening in there. Um, I've had some interviews in the past where within 30 seconds of starting, I knew that the the that they were like skeptics and they were going to be play real hardball and just and not very respectful. So. That's not the case here, so we appreciate that. But yeah, I think I think it's definitely trending in the right direction to where more mainstream media are taking a look at this, and there's more scientists taking a look at this, and physicists are taking a look at it. So I'm pretty happy with with the progress, but we still have a ways to go. Well, 14 years of studying one house. I mean, that's pretty impressive and, and long tenured. It's not like you just found this uh, last week. And if they can still be digging at Oak Island and still not find the treasure, I think every treasure hunt has its place <laughs> yeah. to be to be acknowledged. But um, but you got a lot of interest. I think it's pretty cool. And so just rounding back to where folks can, you know, they can watch the part one. They can get ready for part two. And, you know, one day, guys, you're going to have to get Allison here. I would love to. I would love to meet her. I don't want to go home with her, but I would love to meet her. Yeah, that sounds great. So everybody can catch the first film still. Again, you can go to YouTube and look up the the, uh, YouTube channel called Absolute Documentaries and just scroll down a little bit. Or you can go to Tubi to stream it and Pluto TV. And it's still available on Amazon Prime, but I don't think it's free there. Um, and then, and then, of course, if you want to pre-order part two, go to uh, thehouseinbetween.com, and I'll take you right to the pre-order link. All right. Well, John, I appreciate your time, too, today on Good Things, as well as Brad. You always keep me updated with what's going on. We'll be anticipating the fury that comes after your release, and good luck to you guys. Yes, thank Thanks. you so much. We appreciate it. Everybody watch The House in Between, and we cannot wait for the world to see what we did for The House in Between, too. And that's all happening right here in Mississippi. I mean, that's pretty pretty impressive and pretty cool. So congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. you. And Jeff says his is an intellect, uh, intelligent haunting. And he's right. He's not afraid because his strength, his strength he has in his faith. I think it doesn't matter where you fall. It's one of those things where, you know, you just got to be open-minded enough to at least hear it out. And, you know, who are we to say what's real or sort of not real for people's experiences? If nothing else, I think it's cool that Mississippi is at the forefront of this when it comes to uh, good uh, cinematography and good movie making and all the storytelling that goes into making a documentary excel in that in that way and i'm happy too they didn't take the whole oh what was the one where they ran through the woods Blair Witch project yeah which i know that's not necessarily haunting and go the scary route they went like let's inform you route and i think that's one reason why it's successful all right you guys stick with this we've got some good headlines for you coming up next This is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey, Mama, tell everybody about...
about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Relay. Find new roads. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, July cotton was up 48 to 142.75. December cotton was up 80 to 125.98. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 18 and a quarter to 16.87 per bushel. August soybeans were down 13 cents to 16.28 and three quarter per bushel. July corn was up seven and a half to seven eighty six and a quarter per bushel. September corn was up seven and three quarters to seven fifty four and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up one forty two to one thirty two ninety seven. October live cattle was up ninety five to one thirty eight thirty seven. August feeders up one seventy to one sixty five sixty two. September feeders up one thirty to one sixty eight thirty. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up six hundred thirty nine points, thirty one thousand nine hundred one. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat. 
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. So many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You'll get an inside look at what's happening in Hoover on Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next here on Super Talk from 3 to 6. They are broadcasting live from the SEC tournament tomorrow. So not today. That will be tomorrow on Tuesday. Plus you'll find out who's in, who's out as they get closer to the NCAA regional selections. But still, stay tuned because they'll be coming up next, gearing up for the drive to Hoover coming up. Um, tomorrow. Usually, I don't know if it's this time of year or when signing day is or all those things, but I got a point with it. You'll have the videos of the players who are signing and making their commitment for whatever sport, right? Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah, and all the different props and everything they need so for their seen, announcement. And I couldn't go back and find it, but did you hear about the guy who made a video making his commitment to a plumbing company after trade school? It no. was the same scenario. It was the same setup as you would, and he did a whole sort of um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like he making fun of it, but yet hat he, ceremony. Yeah, uh, and it was pro bass, I think plumbing or something that way. And he had his he graduated at the top of his class, and he was making his commitment to to go into this particular trade and what a sign-on bonus was. I mean, anyway, they, it was a phenomenal PR moment, right? Because we should acknowledge kids' success in different areas than just, you know, going on to sort of play sports. I mean, now his sign-on bonus to be a plumber probably wasn't the same as maybe some of the others in the NFL um, or the other professional sports. But, it, you know, but what a cool way to bring back that your kid can still or your, I guess, adult child or you can still have this exciting transition going to the next level and something like, you know, your trade, your trade professions, plumbing, welding, whatever that, you know, whatever, elect, um, being an electrician, all these kind of other other things. I'll have to find it and share it in the Good Things Facebook group. Oh, yeah. But I heard about it, and I thought, man, this was phenomenal. And it actually connects well to a uh, article I did share in the Good Things Facebook group. You'll see that the Mississippi Department of Corrections graduated their first phase class of welders, and it's 32 women completed a course aimed at providing the necessary skills to go into welding post-incarceration. And so this is just one of those moments where all things kind of worked the way you hoped it would if someone found themselves in the worst case scenario, that they could get some real life training. And then once they find themselves back on the other side, they would be set up for for success. So these 32 ladies now spend one month training on real welding machines before taking the proficiency exams. If they pass, just like anyone else would have to pass, they'll receive the same certification as professional welders by the National Center for Construction Education and Research. And so they'll have a better opportunity to get out and That's a get valuable a job skill set. And a valuable skill set. I feel like they need a video of where they're going to place their, you know, commitment to. A little cheesy, I get it. Not not being disrespectful at all, but well, I No, it makes yeah. me think of as one of the the better running gags from the the TV show Community, which is set at a community college. And, and I think it's third season or later, they, they have this gag of 
all the craziness at the community college is funded by the the HVAC school that they have, and they they're churning out top tier professionals in that, and they take it very seriously compared to the goofiness of the community college. Yeah, and I, I think it's you know it just goes back to that there are different paths to a successful career. And it looks can look different for everyone. There can be hope and restoration if you find yourself in the worst, you know, case scenario, which I would incarceration might be at the top of that list. But kudos to the ladies and the programs who, you know, they still got to show up and do the work. I mean, you know, somebody's not going to hire them if they can't do the job. So, I mean, you know, but that, that. Certif- that certification is a big step in the right direction and a foot in the door for if you if and when you get out. You, you have a skill set that's certified that you can walk in and go, hey, look, I passed the test. Do you need somebody to weld? And up next for the Mobile Training Welding Center will be a stop at the South Mississippi Correctional Institution in Greene County. 32 male inmates will have their opportunity to be trained um, up next. So that'll be, what, 60-something? Folks, I just love this mobile welding training thingy-majig. What else can you put on wheels and roll around and get folks certified in i think i think that's kind of neat welding is not no joke that that takes that takes talent and if you can hold your breath and do it underwater which i know they have apparatuses that help you do that you really can make a good living that is a high paying job (laughs) that's because it's the high likely if something goes wrong you're gonna be one of them ghosts in the (laughs) well yeah paranormal activity it's because the underwater welders don't get called to go weld oh yeah you got to go to the bottom of this pool to fix the drain no you got to go to the bottom of the oil rig to fix it. But if you only make a couple of jobs and you make it out alive, you could be set for life. <laughs> it's like the guys that climb the big towers and put the light bulbs on yeah. top. They only have to do it once or twice a year, but they make a lot of money. I think I would rather fight the chicken every time I got in the car <laughs> than choose that route. And if you're lost, go find us on the Good Things Facebook group. It explains everything there. But stick with us. you got more up next. you got the boys from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.